Thank you for tuning in to School Mental Health, Beacons of Hope, where we gather diverse perspectives on creating inclusive school communities to support students. This podcast is brought to you by Erica's Lighthouse and hosted by me, Brandon Combs, Executive Director. Today's topic is integrating mental health into physical education with our guest, Stephanie Morris. Stephanie serves as the Chief Executive Officer at Shape America, the nation's largest membership organization of health and physical education professionals. She holds her MBA from Robert H. Smith School of Business at the University of Maryland. Stephanie volunteers as a Girls on the Run coach for Discovery Elementary School in Arlington, Virginia. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate the opportunity to chat. It's great to be here, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So one of the things that we love to do here at this podcast is really have opportunities to get diverse perspectives when we're talking about mental health. And I know in our private conversations, you've had some really interesting and phenomenal insight into really kind of the health and physical educators world and kind of role in this space. But before we get started, I wanted to take a quick minute and ask, what is your favorite fruit? Oh, well, you know, I'm a big believer in eating seasonally. Um, so right now, mid-February, not a lot out there, um, but I've really been into clementines. Like they keep me going throughout the day. Absolutely. I am guilty of not eating seasonally and I love me myself some pineapple. So take keep me at the tropics and I would be perfectly happy on a beach. So. <laughs> so with that, I know you are the CEO of Shape America. Can you give us a quick overview of your organization and what you do? Yeah, thanks for asking. So I have been with the organization a little over three years and um, we are the Society for Health and Physical Educators. We represent and are the voice for well over 200,000 teachers of physical education and health education in the K through 12 space. We also um, have membership in our teacher preparation programs for both health education and physical education. And we hold the standards for the national K through 12 physical education, as well as the national health education standards. And together, these standards really serve as the fundamental base base for a quality um, PE or health program in a school. Mm -hmm. And you know, we at Erica's Lighthouse love our skills-based education um, and have really um, dove headfirst into it. But one of the challenges that we struggle is helping our mental health side um, as we kind of straddle this bridge of understanding what are the national health education standards and really what skills-based education. Do you mind kind of providing a quick overview on that? Sure, absolutely. Um, well, first I would say, you know, even in my short time, relatively speaking at Shape America, I think there's been a lot of growth and understanding of the important connection between mental health and skills-based health education. Um, you know, we last published the health education standards in 2007. So a lot has changed in our world um, since then. And I think I, I'm very proud of the field and the um, leadership who have contributed resources and professional development opportunities to really help teachers understand that teaching skills-based health education is really helping kids connect um, the dots between the importance of taking care of their mental health as well as their physical health. Um, so how can I expand on that though? <laughs> no, and I think that's great. I think for us, one of the things that we love about it and you know, Alana, who is our director of education came really from the health education space. And so she infused a lot of this new understanding for us. But for me getting to the point where 
um, teaching a skill of like help seeking is not just telling a student where they can go. It's understanding this is a lifelong skill. And I think particularly when we're talking about that mental health piece, it's so pivotal and that you can have a mental health crisis at any moment in your life. And you need to remember and know kind of what those skills are to get that help and, and seek support. So. Yeah. And I, I, th I would also um, add this, you know, when I first started, I made a point to visit classrooms um, in the physical education space and health education space to educate myself because I'm not a con I don't come from that background of content expertise. And what I was so struck by was today's health education class and what's happening in those classes is so profound and impactful. I mean, I encourage anyone listening, if you haven't had the chance to participate in a health education class in a while, just sit in the back of the classroom and listen, make a point to do it, reach out and find a really great health education teacher out there and say, can I come visit? Because it just all connects the, the skills these kids are learning, the trust they have with their teacher and being able to talk about developing these skills and the importance of them um, and practicing these skills really, as you said, sets them up on a lifetime, uh, sets them up to a lifetime of success on so many levels, um, being advocates for themselves, understanding the importance of empathy, expressions of kindness, um, communication skills. It is, it, it, you know, I, I sat in these classes and I thought, wow, this is what so many of us adults need today. It's just so great that these kids are having these experience and, and um, learning from all of this. Yeah, I think when one of the things I thought was really profound, I had uh, Jessica Lawrence on another podcast and she really expressed that health education is social emotional learning um, and that those are so infused. And I know that in particular, Shape America has really dove into this with your Health Moves Minds program. Can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that? I would love to. That's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> um, yes, we are really proud of this flagship program. We just launched it two years ago. And, um, you know, as many people know, we used to um, run a program called Jump Rope for Heart. And it was great in its day. It, it, it got kids excited to move and raise money for a great cause. And they would all get together and jump rope in a gym. And that was great. You know, many good things about that. But right at the time I came on board at Shape America, the conversation with, within our leadership community um, of health and physical education was really about we're so much more than jump rope. We're so much more and we need to help administrators connect more of what, we, what we're doing to um, a child's whole well-being and a whole and the whole education of the child. And we need to connect with school culture and, you know, we really need to be more. And so it was the perfect opportunity to take a break and reimagine what our, what our flagship service learning program could look like and Health Moves Minds came to be. And it, it really is a program that can be implemented from kindergarten, really even pre-K through 12th grade. Um, it infuses physical education lessons with concepts around empathy, kindness, and empowerment, as well as, and it's very um, rooted in concepts of advancing equity, diversity, and inclusion as well. Um, it is teaching kids at taking care of their mind as well as their body will help them live their healthiest life and helping them connect what they're doing physically to mental health. Um, it's helping teachers teach these subjects and talk about them in ways that are accessible and approachable because we know that a lot of teachers have struggled with, with teaching these kinds of concepts um, for all sorts of good reasons. We haven't offered a lot of 
professional development around it in the past. And what I would also say is for the first time, it really connects the importance of skills-based health education with physical education. So many of our teachers teach both, right? That's, that's just the, that's the way that it works um, structurally in so many schools and districts. But so many of our teachers, because of teacher, the way teacher preparation programs are designed, are usually grounded more in one or the other subject. And so to provide lesson plans that help teachers teaching both connect them, regardless of whether they're in a physical education class or in a health education class, I think is really beneficial and really uh, powerful. And we are hearing from administrators and teachers that schools who are, that are doing Health Moves Minds are seeing a true change in culture across the school on so many levels especially in, in, partic in particular with um, mental health, the mental health of students. Students who are self-advocating, I need help. I'd like to talk to somebody. I've been feeling this way for a long time, but I didn't know who to turn to. My family doesn't know. I have no one I can talk to. That is huge. And so I could not be prouder of that aspect of this program and the opportunity our Help Moves Minds teachers have to really be that um, that connection, that resource for our kids. Yeah, and I think so much of that culture change, I mean, you're speaking our language for sure, Stephanie, and kind of what we talk about is, is just encouraging, promoting, and offering opportunities for that cross multidisciplinary collaboration within schools, whether it's with administrators and health educators, school counselors and health educators. I mean, I think you hit on it so well earlier when you're talking about health education. I mean, it really does hit on literally every topic that we are talking about within a school community. And so allowing those health educators opportunities to collaborate with a school mental health professional is so key. And I think the Health Moves Minds program just really demonstrates that in also a fun way. I mean, let's be honest, the kids are enjoying it too, so. <laughs> yeah, that's an important piece of it for sure. Fun Absolutely. and celebration. Absolutely. Well, you know, we work a lot within the health education space and primarily within with health educators, but what are some ways that um, physical education can play within school mental health too? I know you've talked about the Health Moves Minds program, but really kind of uh, digging deeper. And I know that you and I have talked about some of the other cool aspects and things happening around the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's so much opportunity um, to see and employ physical education teacher, teachers as really frontline resource providers um, in, on the mental health education front. I think that, uh, like I said before, but it's just true, there hasn't been enough professional development around that piece to help teachers understand the role that they can and should be playing um, in their classrooms, in their PE programs. And so it's been really exciting to connect with groups like yours and have conversations where we can think about how to provide more of that pro professional development and deploy those resources to help our teachers um, fill that role uh, and meet that need. And I've also had the opportunity um, to be involved at more local levels um, in the past year. In particular, I'm part of a, a grant funded project, project in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where um, there is a group developing resources, including professional development resources to help specifically train Milwaukee's physical education teachers to be frontline mental health um, providers in terms of the resources and um, identification of that, that piece. Mm -hmm. And it's just so encouraging to see the possibilities and in particular to see the connections being made between um, mental health education and also 
um, structural and institutional racism and thinking through how we really advance equity um, and accessibility from that lens as we do this work as well. It's, it's, it, there are things coming together that give me a lot of encouragement. Um, I think there's still so much more to do because as we've agreed, Brandon, a lot of people don't make the connections and think of these subjects as very different. Um, and yet there's so much opportunity to serve and meet needs if we connect them, but, but also provide professional development. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I mean, we are trying to hit this point home as much as possible. I mean, when we go into a school, no matter who the educator is, the first thing there, you know, question is like, what if I'm the trusted adult? What if I'm the one the kid's, you know, coming to um, it needs help? And I don't know how to respond to that. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like that barrier is stigma and mm -hmm. it is fear of the conversation, fear mm -hmm. of what this could lead to. And I think just overcoming that. And I think the way that Shape America is approaching it and making it so much more accessible and having so many more what we would consider upstream conversations, you know, you're not going straight to depression or mm -hmm. something even more serious like schizophrenia when you're talking mm -hmm. about mental health. I mean, you're talking about general mm -hmm. SEL principles and practices and help seeking yeah. um, to really open up that conversation and begin getting educators comfortable with this idea that we all have a role. And Absolutely. I think in particular, when I'm looking at the physical education space, it's frequently, you know, it's a fun class um, yeah. and kids look forward to it. And that just reduces that barrier with that educator so much more. Yeah. Of, oh, I'm having fun with this teacher. Maybe I can talk to them. And so yeah. I think the discussion you had about being frontline workers is so key when yeah. we move forward. Yeah. No, I cannot agree with everything you just said more. What are some ways, particularly from Erica's Lighthouse perspective? I mean, we are very, well, I should say I'm very interested, but I know my the rest of my team is as well. When we're talking about this concept and this idea, you know, so many physical health educators or so many physical educators are also health educators. And there's this tremendous crossover. What can we be doing to better help this conversation within the PE space? Um, if there is that transition to health or are there other programming opportunities we can be doing within PE? What a great question. Um, I, I will say first, yes, to your point, 50% of our community teach health at some level. Um, within that, probably about 10% exclusively teach health education. Um, but there is another 50% that primarily teach physical education. Um, and yet the connection to the, to the program that you all have and, and what we're talking about here is one that really should be made with those who just teach physical education. Um, and so how do we do that? Well, I think first and foremost, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to talk on this podcast and um, you know contribute um, in any way I can to making remarks and writing articles and just being out there to remind people that this is a very valid connection and one we need to continue to foster um, and to really encourage opportunities for conversation and especially professional development um, around how we make these connections and as you said make them in a way that doesn't feel scary that doesn't you know um, make a person feel like now all of a sudden I have to be an expert on all of these mental health areas. That's not what this is about, but this is about first and foremost, understanding mental health is important for every one of us individually. Every one of us need to take care of our own mental health and be mindful of it. Um, and there are skills that we can learn towards that end. Right. 
But it's also about once once we understand that piece, then understanding our role as educators and especially in the physical education space of helping teach our kids um, that piece and being able to identify and connect with identify any potential issues and connect with kids and then refer them um, to resources and help if that's if that's what's needed. Yeah, uh, I think that's a key point. You know, we're not asking people to become mental health counselors here. <laughs> we're asking people, you know, connect to services, connect to supports. Yep, absolutely. And I think that piece that is so tied into the physical education space, I mean, good mental health practices are good physical health practices. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, rocket science. This isn't crazy. This is good nutrition. This is good sleep behaviors. This is exercise and physical activity. I mean, the same things that are being taught in a PE classroom are going to be taught in a good yeah. mental health class. <laughs> towards that, exactly what you just said, towards that end, and this just comes right back to why health moves minds is so important for us. We're more than about jump rope. We're more than about sports units. We, you know, so many people have a very traditional model in mind when they think of PE, because what we experienced as kids was probably much more sport unit based. And while that is still in place in, in some areas, we are rapidly moving into a much more holistic um, framework for what quality standards-based physical education should look like. It should be about putting kids on a, on a path to a lifetime of physical literacy, absolutely. Um, but a big piece of that is helping them find ways to move that feel good to them, that feel self-affirming, that help promote body positivity, and then helping them master the skills to continue moving um, in ways that feel good to them. Yeah, and I think that's key. And I just, you know, I think that we have so many opportunities to continue to work together, particularly in that PE space. I mean, even outside of the health ed, which you know, we know we still have work to do within mental health in that space too. But I think if we can bridge that divide within the PE space and make it more comfortable, it's just going to make our job within the health education space even easier. And from an Erica's Lighthouse perspective, I think we have historically been a little challenged in this area and that our home community is so ripe with health education and dedicated health educators um, within kind of our home school district. So as we expanded outside of North Shore Chicago, it was becoming this reality of like, oh, well, these people, you know, they have multiple classes and only two of them are health and the rest are actually PE. So, <laughs> you know, it's a tougher barrier for us to get over and kind of have those conversations. So, mm-hmm. well, one other piece that, of course, we do a ton of work with our mental health teams within schools. So what can our social workers, our school counselors, our administrators do to better kind of foster not only physical education, but health educators in infusing more mental health education and this kind of cross collaboration work? That is such a great question. Um, I think first and foremost, what we really hope to see at Shape America is a a better understanding of what physical educators are doing in their programs today. And that requires sometimes just actually being there and being present and witnessing it. Just as I said, Hey, go visit a health education class. If you haven't recently, Um, I think the same really needs to be true uh, in our school settings for our administrators, our social workers, our counselors to visit our PE programs um, and connect with them and If that's not happening, I really hope that our PE teachers are using those self-advocacy skills to invite them. Come join my class, be part of this, or, you know, be, you know, do this um, activity with us for family fitness night or whatever it is, because um, I think seeing that, seeing what's happening 
helps spark all the ideas for ways that we can better connect and um, be on the same page in providing those mental health um, opportunities for our students across school culture. Yeah, and I think it's key for us from that standpoint of really promoting that collaboration. You know, like we are always telling our school counselors, you're not in a silo. You don't have to do this program alone. You know, partner with your health educators, partner with your PE. I mean, they can help do kind of the main thrust of the work and you can be there to support them when mental health challenges arise or come out of the program. Yeah. Um, and that's been a challenge for us. I think there's that sense of fear of kind of cross cross promoting one another into other spaces. And it's like, you know, let's break these silos down and start this multidisciplinary approach because we're all yeah. in it together. And if anything that the pandemic has taught us, it's that. <laughs> yeah. And I will also add, sorry, I love to talk about health news minds. As no, you know, absolutely. I have to use, share this one last example um, because it's related to that program. That's one of the reasons I, I think that this program also is so important. A perfect example of that, there was a high school teacher in Illinois who decided to do the program and uh, pitched it at a staff meeting and said, you know, this is what we're going to do. And I feel like my team and I have it. We're going to have a week long um, event where each day is a different theme and we're going to have an unplugged day and a kindness day and some different things. And uh, we got it. And he said to us, what I was amazed by was the number of volunteers from the social workers who worked at my school and the counselors in particular and the school psychologists who volunteered and said, oh, we're in what do you need? We can help you do this. And they rallied and they worked with students to put together a kickoff video that featured the students talking about the importance of mental health. And it was this huge thing that the whole school ended up getting behind, but it started with the school counselors and psychologists and social workers because they were just so, yes, thank you. This is exactly what we need. And that has just kicked off so many other opportunities to collaborate over the course of the school year um, that have been so profound for that school. And we are so proud of, of being having been able to facilitate that movement that happened. Yeah, yeah. And you've shared with that with me before too. And I absolutely, I love that story and I love that opportunity. Um, and I just think there's so many potentials. All I can say from the end of this podcast is, you know, Shape America is here to help you. Erica's Lighthouse is here to help you as we engage in these really, at times, challenging mental health conversations within schools and start bridging these divides um, so that we know we're providing the absolute best service we possibly can to our students. So, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat and I look forward to working with you. Thank you, Brandon. We are so proud of our partnership with Erica's Lighthouse and so excited to support you in so many different ways. So thank you for having me on. No, wonderful. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for joining us today. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. For more information about Erica's Lighthouse, please visit ericaslighthouse.org. If you have any ideas, suggestions for future topics, or are looking for more information about our programs, please contact me at brandon at ericaslighthouse.org. Have a great day.